Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Golden Holes Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is April the 10th, 2020. I have about five different segments for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, first and foremost, the coronavirus rant. It's, um, it's amazing to me how everything has been slanted towards black people all of a sudden. Okay. I mean, you, you had a few idiots on social media saying, you know, it doesn't, black people don't catch it. Black people don't catch it. And then all of a sudden the media starts saying, okay, this percentage of whatever black people catch it. I mean, it is what it is, man. I I never thought that any race had an immunity to it. But I just, like I said, the media just sells fear. Fear equals ratings. Um, You know, they won't tell you that, you know, a couple hundred thousand have recovered worldwide. Over 22,000 in America have recovered, you know. That's that they don't tell you that. Now the local news here where I'm at, they've been saying it, but the 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 CNNs and the Foxes of the world, they haven't really been saying that. Um, so I I just don't understand why you have to sell fear, you know. But I said fear equals ratings, but I don't know why you have to do that. That's you know. I guess at the end of the day, all that matters is ratings, not. You know, potentially sending the country into a tailspin from a fear standpoint. So, you know, it is what it is, man. Um, like I've been saying, I just employ people to do their research as far as flu, respiratory, um, viruses do your research on that and um you know put yourself in the best position possible to uh succeed during this uh pandemic uh 
So that's going to do it for the uh, coronavirus rant for today. Um, moving on to the Florida State stuff. Which dark age was worse? The current dark age or the Bobby Bowden <clears throat> dark age until he was forced to resign? I'm going to say this one is a little bit more darker. Just for the simple fact that we had talent back then, but for whatever reason, we just couldn't get out of the funk that we were in. But, you know, we were still going to bowl games and we were still, you know, we made an ACC title game here and there. Um, this one, it just doesn't feel like, <laughs> you know... I don't know, maybe Mike Norvell will change my feelings about the whole thing, but it just doesn't feel like we're going to get out of this funk that we're in, that we're not going to get out of it this season. Um, I don't know. I think Willie Taggart set us back, man. I, I just... You know, the, the the greatest attribute of a coach is being able to adapt to his personnel. That's that's to me that's the the, the the most important attribute of a coach. Knowing what you have and getting the best out of what you have. And Willie Tiger couldn't do that. He continuously made bad decisions when it came to personnel and, and at the end at the end, I thought he was just purposely putting the wrong people out on the field so he could get fired and uh, get that uh, buyout money. Um, so I'm not I think it's close between the two dark ages of this program. I think it's really close. Um, you know, the golden age, of, of course, is the 90s. All right. And uh, the golden, the, I mean, the dark ages have really been in, you know, from, from I'd say, 2002 until 2010, 2002 to 2010, or 2009, excuse me, 2002 to 2009, and from 2017 until now. So hopefully we can get out of it, man, and uh, get back to what we used to be. So let me know what you think about that segment. Um, next segment is entitled, What If Cam Akers Stayed? Um, I don't know, man. I think he, he would have been a perfect fit for the Norvell offense because he can virtually do uh, everything. As a running back, I mean, he's a great runner. He can run between the tackles. He can get on the perimeter. He can catch it out the backfield. I mean, he's a good blocker. Uh, he 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 plays smart. I mean, he he. I just I just wanted to see Cam Akers like if if Cam Akers had been on like the 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 twelve, thirteen, or fourteen teams. I think he would have had. He would have probably broke the all-time rushing record. That's how. That's how. Uh, 
you know, that's how much I think about him. Um, I think he's one of the best players to ever come through the program because he did more with less. He did more with less. So that's why I rank him so high when I say the all-time running backs at Florida State. He did more with less. But if he had stayed, man, he um, – I don't think there's any question that Florida State would probably be in the top 25 right now. Because um, he pretty much was him and Tamori and Terry, but <clears> – <throat> excuse me, more so Cam Akers. He was the offense for that team. Um, I mean, he virtually played in a different scheme every year of his career. And I guess he just said, you know, if I got to play in a different scheme for my fourth consecutive year, I might as well go pro. Um, um, you know, just from what I've seen on the Internet, you know, very hard worker in the weight room. Um, knows his stuff. His assignments on the football on the football field, um, you know, just a great player. Like I've said many, many times, I hope my team, the San Francisco 49ers, get him. Think he would be a crazy match for Kyle Shanahan. A crazy match. Um. So, but he didn't stay. So I'm gonna wish him the best of luck in the NFL. And, you know, he he will definitely be a better pro in my eyes. So let me know what you think about that segment, man. What if Cam Akers has stayed? All right. Next segment is entitled, Can Jaden Lars Woodby be a Florida State all-time great? I don't know. I think the mistake was moving him to linebacker. Um... He's definitely one of those players that um, from from coming out of high school could have been an all-time great at Florida State um, just from his ball skills and his athleticism. But some reason they felt compelled to move him to linebacker. And he played pretty good at linebacker, but you can just see he wasn't – that's not his natural position. That's not where he's comfortable at. So I'm hoping the guy can get back down to 205, 210, and uh, move back to the uh, the uh, hybrid position and become a force. Um, I mean Isaiah Simmons is the is what he should be looking at. That's who what he should strive to be. Um, now, you know, I think Isaiah Simmons went out there and ran like a 4-3 something. He's not that fast, but he, he, he's got to be in the 4-5 range. And, um, I don't know, man. I hope, I hope Nashville Dean can come back and do something. I think those are your two starting safeties right now. You know, barring any injury, I think you put – I don't know. They're they're both – neither one of them are very fleet of foot. So I don't know who you would put at free safety. Probably Lars would be. And you bring Nasral D down and let him be the hybrid. 
Uh, but we'll see. Because he said uh, the, decent, the defensive coordinator said he runs a 4-3 hybrid. So I'm assuming that um, the linebackers, you know, have to be able to cover um, and come up and make plays in the run game. Um, I think if unless Lars Woodby comes out and just has like a phenomenal season, like a hundred tackles, you know, a couple of picks, he's pretty much here for two more years. It would be very uh, concerning if he was to leave after this year, coming off a knee injury. Um. I mean that the good thing for him during this pandemic is that he still gets to, you know, train and prepare for the season, and you know he pretty much can play catch up and and uh, get further up to speed on the defense and potentially catch up with the uh, the guys that's already there. So let me know what you think about that segment, man. Can Jaden Lawrence Woodby be an all-time great at Florida State? Moving on to the final segment of this episode, and it is entitled, Will Live Events Be the Same in the United States? And I might have done something uh, previous similar to this, but oh well. Uh, For me, they're going to be different. I mean, I, I think live events of any kind are going to be You know, you're going to be more aware of the people that are around you. I think the whole, the media and the government has got the citizens of this country so paranoid, you know, about the coronavirus that it's going to be real hard for that industry to really come back. To me, I, I think. People would just rather sit home and watch it on TV. I really don't see nobody putting themselves at risk to be at a live event. Um, But we'll see what happens, man. Um, You know, I've been wrong about things before. But, um. We'll just have to see what happens. And, um, you know, I, I just don't think something like this is just going to just, just go away in a, in, in one day. If it, if it just comes like in June or July and they say, and the media just comes on TV and say the coronavirus is gone, then I, I'm just going to call BS on it because this is no way. That a germ like this, highly contagious as they saying it is, can just go away. You know, some level of it still has to exist. Right? So, um, you know, we, we'll see what happens, man. But I think live events have changed in this country forever. I don't... I just don't see 80,000 people packing into a stadium now without some sort of paranoia. If somebody sneezes or coughs, that the whole crowd just doesn't go into, (laughs) you know, a tailspin. 
Um, but you know, we'll see, man. We'll see. And um, that's gonna conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available wherever podcasts are available. Um, thank you for listening. Be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Be aware of your surroundings. Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go nose.